You don't know what you're doing. You thought you knew what you were doing. You thought it is actually somewhat doable to transition into that new job, the new field or whatever you meant to do professionally. But all the stuff that you've been trying for the past three months, it's actually not working. And today it's occurring to you, you need career advice. Naturally, what most people do out there is they start to Google all sorts of variations of job search, best resume writers, career consultants, and the list goes on and on. And then what you can actually possibly drum up is what you literally find is a zillion options and zillions of gazillions of pieces of advice. And what makes it worse is that your friends and family members also give you advice and they know what they need to tell you in terms of the things that you need to consider in that change that you have communicated to them. And that sort of unsolicited advice that you're getting from those family members and friends is really hard to digest. It's actually sitting on your belly and it's actually not really sitting with you that well. So how do you tell if the career advice that you're receiving is good or more importantly, how do you actually stay clear of ridiculous, reckless or just plain terrible career advice as you navigate this challenging new period in your life? So if you are worried that the help or the advice that you're getting might be BS, here are a couple of ways to detect that this might not be the very best advice you're receiving. Hello, friends and fans. Welcome back. My name is Uli Shield, a.k.a. Mr. Careertic. And in today's podcast, I'm going to talk to you about how to identify bad career advice so you can actually ignore it. So here is what tends to happen to a lot of people out there. The person giving advice has a vested interest in your decision for the next job. Your husband, for example, he means well, but he may really want you to take the job that gets you out of work at 3.30 so you can pick up the kids. Or your mom completely has your back, of course. She's actually always been pretty nervous about everything in your life, especially when it comes to your job. And she may want you to follow a career path that doesn't seem too risky. When you ask certain people in your life for advice, especially if it comes to family members or friends, always consider if they have a horse in the race and what that is. And if you suspect that the bias may get in the way of solid counseling, consider asking other people for their thoughts. Don't ask family or friends. Ideally, you should ask people who have no stake in the decision you make. Now, the first one was pretty easy because it's what happens to all of us all the time. But the next one is actually a bit trickier. It's the advice that you're getting is filled with platitudes. If you're out there asking people for their advice and the main gist of it goes something like this. Do what you love and the money will follow or follow your passion and you know all of these other things. Or if it's the right job, it won't feel like a job at all. You know, those really bizarre ones that you normally get in really tacky movies. 
then guys, I really tell you what you really want to do is you may want to sleuth out a second opinion. Platitudes, cliches, positive mantras, and all that cool, grand stuff can maybe give you a little fire of motivation, <laughs> you know, behind your rear, but it's really not uh, the best advice. It's probably not what's going to get you to the finish line. And don't get me wrong, this is not just the sort of advice you get from family and friends. There's actually lots of people out there, including LinkedIn, including career coaches, who use these bizarre platitudes and cliches and positive mantras, and they're really spoiling it that way. Okay, guys, for the next one, you might think I'm a little bit in a silly mood today, but this is actually what happens quite a lot out there. You find one of these career coaches and you're listening to them and the coach or the advisor focuses on which type of paper stock you should use for your resume. Guys, when you hear that, run, run for your life because this person is probably an exceptional career coach or he or she was an exceptional career coach back in 1994, but hasn't really caught on with the latest things that have shifted online or otherwise. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong working with uh, seasoned coaches and advisors, but that doesn't automatically mean that the advice that you're getting is fresh and up to date. It's actually quite often pretty stale. So what I would really strongly recommend is that you do your research, that you check out their social media, their posts, their contributions on LinkedIn and otherwise, because if you suspect that the person that you're talking to has failed to keep current with what's going out in the world, especially what's current in terms of staffing and recruitment, then I think you really should consider to deal with someone who has a fresher perspective on things. So if you get that kind of advice, run for your life. The next one is my personal favorite when it comes to the whole topic of talking to an expert. The expert doesn't have much relevant background and it's coming through in so many ways when you're dealing with him or her. I've got a little secret to share with you guys. There's absolutely zero, no barrier to entry when it comes to launching a career as a career coach or even a resume writer or a job search expert. What I mean to say is you are going to run into an enormous range of talent or so-called talent in this area. But how do you determine if you can or if you should trust that so-called expert that you've discovered on Dr. Google or otherwise LinkedIn, wherever you've searched? What I'm trying to say here is you need to check out a lot of things, especially the so-called experts bio page the about section on their website and then you should do a bit of research about the person you're dealing with preferably their linkedin profile what career path has led him or her to the position that they're holding today do they actually really genuinely work in this field 
Or have they done all sorts of other stuff and decided overnight, I'm going to be a resume writer or career coach? That's really dangerous. Do you relate? Do you trust? Uh, do you admire the path they have taken? If so, that's great. Or if not, then I would really recommend that you reconsider. The right career advisor for one may be absolutely wrong for someone else. What you need to do here is you need to do your research and most importantly, you need to trust your gut on this one. The sheer volume of career guidance that's available online and through people you know or, you know, all those different channels can be really overwhelming. But if you decide on a short list of people you're going to trust, then you're going to probably make the right career move, then you're going to navigate into the right direction. And if you've done your research, then you may just find the input you're getting from your coach, from your career advisor, your resume writer, both incredibly helpful and in the long run, also potentially life changing. Okay, guys, the next one is a bit trickier because this one is about the difference between getting job search advice and receiving career coaching. So let's talk about job search advice. I own two businesses. One is called CV Jedi. It focuses on writing resumes and CVs. The difference is explained on the website. And the second business I own is called The Job Search Coach. What that business does is it shows our clients, my clients, how to search and find the right ads, how to search and then apply for the right kind of jobs and how to secure interviews. What I don't do as part of the job search coach or the job search coach is to give career advice if I do not know what I'm talking about in the particular section or the particular segment that the client is asking me to give advice in or of. So what I'm trying to say here is, has the advice that the so-called career coach or advisor giving you, the, the advice that you're receiving, helped others to become successful? So many career advice gurus out there offer wisdom about things they have very, very little practical knowledge of. And you know, guys, as the saying goes, those who can, they do. And those who can't, they teach. And that's actually how you spot a genuine career coach. What you really want is a true career guru with a proven track record of success. So what you need to ask yourself when you're engaging with a career coach, because you want to get career advice in a particular segment or industry is, did that guru, that person, that coach or expert, whatever he or she calls himself, did they actually work in the same industry that you want to join? And if they haven't worked in that industry, if they don't have any evidence of that, then I would strongly recommend that you do not obtain coaching from those guys. Where did they gain their knowledge? What makes them the guru over the other guy, the next guy out there who also calls themselves a career guru? Check to see 
if readers or uh, clients or uh, other people commented on their blog posts and see if they have, uh, for example, successful thanks for their advice, check out their Google reviews and, and, and the list goes on. The point here is, has the advice they have uh, provided helped others to become successful to secure jobs? Okay, so the next one is a bit of a problem because it comes as a result of what I call consumer behavior. A lot of the people who contact career coaches don't actually have the patience to listen to the longer explanation. They want the very short version. But here is something that I would really point out to you. If it sounds too easy, be careful. If something sounds too easy, it probably won't achieve the result or the outcome that you're looking for. Because guys, let's face it, easy answers are actually meant to appease you, to wrap you around the finger. They're kind of too salesy. They are designed to tame this situation and to make you feel like you're actually in control, that you are making a decision. And I always tell my clients not to be fooled about the easy-beasy sales talky stuff they're getting from some of the career coaches out there. In order to achieve what you're trying to achieve, what you really are after is real lasting professional success. And I know it sounds a bit corny, but professional success and fulfillment. And if you want that, then you shouldn't take the risk of picking a poor coach who's too salesy, who makes it all sound too easy. A really good career coach actually points out to you which part of the coaching requires collaboration, how much effort is required of you, where the coach sees challenges and how the coach is going to work with you, etc., etc. There is a reason why there's so many get-rich-quick schemes out there and why they're called schemes. Ask anyone for overnight success and they will tell you it actually doesn't happen. And it's the same when you are looking for career coaches. If it sounds too easy, if it sounds too quick, then walk away. Now, I talked about this earlier in the podcast. There are quite weird sentences that come from career coaches, career gurus, career experts from time to time. And I'm going to rattle off a couple of them. And when you hear them, if you come across any of them, don't just walk or stick with that career coach or expert. What I suggest you do is run. I take a lot of calls throughout the year and I hear a lot of stories from my clients. And here are some of the bibs and bobs of sentences they have heard from other career coaches before they ended up on my career website, on my job search coach side or CV Jedi. So here's a list. Take a job you don't want or let ability determine your career and job or go for the highest salary or stay in a job for security and ease or 
worry about your limitations, that one really takes the cake, or sit tight and wait for a pay raise, or wait for your turn to progress, that's a really old-fashioned one, or this is the best one, suck up to senior people, seriously, are you for, are you for real, or work to live, don't live to work, or know when to give up. The point I'm trying to make, guys, here is if you hear any of those sayings or sentences from a career coach or counselor, don't walk, run. Okay, guys, don't get me wrong. I was a bit silly here, but the idea for this podcast came to me today while I was doing my laps in the swimming pool. And I was thinking about all these really bizarre statements that career coaches make and how future clients often tell me about them. And I was smiling as I was looking down onto the black line and I was thinking, I think I'm going to make this one a podcast. So anyway, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you really like what I've explained so far. And guys, if you like my insights and tips in this podcast, share it with a friend or a fellow job hunter. There are tons of other helpful pods with insights and topics and tutorials and walkthroughs throughs and so on. There's also a particular one on this topic, very similar called career coach or mentor, which one is right for you. So stay tuned and guys, subscribe to my channel, make more of your time, look for more insights and tips and, you know, share it with friends. Make sure that you do. So let me get back to getting serious again. Let's get back on to the topic of the whole career coach, the career executive coach. When do you actually know that you need a career coach? It's usually when you're thinking about different types of goals. Consider where you are today in your career, what you'd like to do, what you want to change, what would bring you more career satisfaction and so on. That's usually what I call your goal. And that's usually the first of the questions I have to any of my clients when they're asking me, are you a career coach? Can you give me guidance, mentoring and coaching? And the questions that I have to these clients are usually around their goals. So typical goals could be to find the right career fit or some of my clients are looking to transition into a new career or to advance into a different career. And then there's a group of clients that I get quite often, the ones that are re-entering the workforce. I've created my own little title for them. I call them the RTWs, the return to work. And what I mean with that is the stability factor of returning to work with someone who pays their salary. And then there is the last category, which I find usually quite challenging because most of the time people actually don't really know what they want to do. And that usually then comes up as the last option. And that is the one of starting your own business. So whatever it is, clients are usually trying to achieve something like a better work-life balance. They want to learn more about themselves. And more importantly, they want to get unstuck. That's why they're looking for a career coach. And I get it because I'm exposed to it at least once or twice per week when clients call me or want to talk to me. 
There are lots of factors that come into play when people want to select the best career coach, including cost, location, you know, the office hours, lots of things. But ultimately, in my view, it comes or it boils down to four key things that you should observe. The first one is the right fit. The second one, as I've explained earlier, has he or she walked the talk? The third one is genuine, strong coaching experience and training instead of simple question answers, a couple of clients, a funky web page, etc. So uh, the coach should really demonstrate genuine experience and training and then matches or exceeds your intellect. If you're talking to a coach where you feel that you're not talking to someone at your level, then he or she is probably not the right person. Frankly, we don't talk about this factor, but it should be one that's implicit in your search. Because for most individuals, it's really important that you feel that your coach is someone you respect intellectually. So don't hire a coach where you feel you're not gelling right. And when you're ready to select your career coach, Slow down before you can speed up. Beware of those career coaches who try to pressure you into free consultations or the ones that seem to have a one-size-fits-all approach to your questions. Point here is find a coach who will take the time to understand your background and your goals and a coach who is prepared to customize their process to meet your needs, not the other way around. And then stay clear of coaches who are unclear about the rules around terminating your coaching engagement. In other words, the collaboration factor. I think I've explained that earlier in the podcast. And then the one area that you should really stay clear of is coaches who promise a quick fix. And last but not least, don't engage a coach who want to tell you exactly what to do. A good coach will ask lots of questions and help you discover the answer within yourself. They won't tell you exactly what to do. It's really not rocket science. Choosing a career coach is a very personal decision, but it's one that can definitely change the trajectory of your life helping you to accomplish things that you have long dreamed of if you manage to get the right career coach. And while it is an investment, I totally get that part. It's one that will definitely pay back great returns for years to come. Join me again every Thursday here on my Mr. Career Tech podcast or my Career Tech YouTube channel and grab your dose of weekly career advice. If you're actively looking for a new job or if you're hunting for new clients or freelancing gigs, make sure to hunt wisely and whatever you do, remember to tick all the right boxes. <laughs> <laughs>